A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Are you serious? Hello, this is How to Kill an Hour. My name is Marcus Bronzy. What's going on? I'm Nick Bright. Yeah, and I think in today's episode of How to Kill an Hour, Nick and I have been plagued by random slow internet. So there may be some delay between us talking and hearing each other. Which is super annoying, to be fair. It's like when you watch the news and you think in this day and age, how is there still a massive delay between the studio and wherever the wherever the correspondent is? It's mad annoying. It's like, now we're going to cross over to our correspondent, Steve Jones, who's in Manchester. Steve. Thank you very much. It's like, what the, what is going on? <laughs> and you know what? It always, I feel like it happens a lot in the places that you'd expect them to have a real clear connection set up regularly, like outside the Houses of Parliament, outside mm-hmm. football pitches. These places aren't moving around. They're in the same place every single week, every single day. So why can't you just hook up some high quality connections? It makes me laugh, man, because sometimes they'll like have a correspondent in Australia or Japan or like, you know, Washington, D.C. And it's like instant. Yeah. And I'm like, but yet when you've got someone in South End on sea, it's taking seven seconds of silence for them to hear what you're saying. And welcome to the Groancast. <laughs> right. So today's episode, Nick, we're going to be talking about the biggest ransomware attack ever. Sounds exciting. <laughs> Sounds sounds riveting. I can't wait to hear about it. It is. It's not as as dry as it sounds. Honestly, it's exciting because we're going to be talking about one of the biggest hacks ever. And when you're talking about the biggest of anything ever, I don't think it, it can be boring, can it? Mm. <laughs> I'll wait until the end of the episode uh, and we'll see if you can convince me as to whether the biggest ransomware attack ever is exciting. All right, I'll hold you to that, Nick. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, so this... Ransomware attack shut down some of the biggest employers of people in the world and also has a cheeky little twist at the end of the story, which will make it even more exciting, Nick. All right. It also caused six billion pounds worth of damage worldwide, at least. Six billion. All right. Okay. Now, now I'm starting to sound interested. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, have you had, had any hacks or fraud attempts on you? I know at the moment there's this rife set of text messages that are flying around where people are like, oh, you've just missed your delivery. You need to pay for it to be redelivered. Everyone seems to be getting those texts at the moment. I haven't had that yet, but I keep getting the hello. HMRC need to contact you. If you don't respond, you will be arrested. Like, have you had that one? I've not had that. What is that when somebody calls you and it's like a robot? Yeah, yeah. It's like a robot saying, somebody from HMRC will be in touch if you... Like, basically, it says you owe a load of money and if you don't pay the money, you're going to get arrested. And I'm like, yeah, all right, mate. <laughs> sure. HMRC need to contact you if you don't... 
you know what? Who almost got done by that? She spoke about it on the show, actually. Ramel London, lovely presenter. She said she was yeah. she had her card out and was about to pay somebody that called her. And then she, at the last moment, she was like, hang on. There's, something's not right here. And then she yeah. didn't. But she almost got done by it. And she's a smart person. That's that's the issue with the internet, though. You know, like, I feel bad for older people because, you know, generally younger people are on the lookout for these scams and stuff like that. But older people aren't as, as tech savvy. So, you know, they get caught out by things like that. 100%. 100%. And this is one of those ones, once we get into it, it is something that probably I'd say would be harder for you to handle if you weren't as savvy with the internet. But even if you were savvy with computers, this was quite a serious one. So, um... Before we get into this a bit more, I just want to say big shout out to the National UK Audit Office for big chunks of facts and bbc.co.uk and acronis.com for a bunch of detail in this story. That's where I did a lot of the research for this. So on May the 12th, Nick, 2017, a programme called WannaCry tore across the globe, infecting a quarter of a million machines in more than 150 countries. It affected the NHS, Spain-based telephone... Spain-based Telefonica, which is the owner of O2 here in the UK, America's FedEx, German railway companies, uh, airline companies as well. It was the largest ransomware attack ever. First thing first is I can hear you screaming at me, Nick. What is ransomware? That is the question on your lips, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> like when it comes to viruses and stuff like that, I've got I've got no idea what's going on. You know, I mean, I've got a Mac, so viruses. I left those behind when I left Windows behind back in flipping first year of you <laughs> shots fired yeah. uh, so ransomware is a type of malicious software that infects computer servers desktops laptops tablets and smartphones right and it spreads across networks to other devices once it compromises a system what it does in the background is it quietly encrypts every data file it finds then it displays a ransom note to the user's computer asking for an online payment of hundreds or thousands of pounds usually they want it paid in bitcoin because that's harder to track in return for the decryption keys needed to give you your files back so quite literally you'd be on your computer like and then it'd be like mate i've got your files if you want them back you gotta pay and that's it and if you don't pay they sometimes say that these are set up to delete all of your files or the ransom payment goes up kind of like a parking ticket but instead of uh you having to pay more they just come and steal your car I don't want to get into it, but I got I got free box junction tickets in the same day the other day. Not even a joke. <laughs> Not even a joke. Do you know how Real box story. junction works, Nick? Do you know how they work? Or are you struggling with that concept? I do know how they work, right? But I just didn't realise that nowadays they've got fucking cameras everywhere. Like in, when I when I went on the website to check it all out, the bare video evidence zooming in hard on my car. I was like, you fucking bastards. You know what I mean? So Three like, in a day. Three in a day, bruv. £65 each. So yeah, now I'm driving around like some old lady, like making sure that I'm not going in any box junctures or anything. So yeah, big up Wolfham Forest Council. I hate you lot. They're drinking um, champagne at the end of the month if there's loads of people like you in that area, mate. All because of me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So what makes Wanna Cry so dangerous then, Nick, right? So when it attacked the NHS, it's a big deal, isn't it? Like the NHS. Can you explain actually for our non-UK listeners what the NHS is? Like how it works the, when you hurt yourself? The, the, the NHS is the National Health Service. Um, and it is something that is revered by many around the world because um, 
a lot of people live in countries where you have to have private medical insurance. I'm sure American listeners can definitely relate to that, where if essentially if you're poor and you can't afford the insurance, you don't have access to healthcare, whereas the NHS gives everyone access to healthcare. You can have private healthcare in the UK if you want. Um, you know, rich people still have that and they can go to slightly nicer hospitals and see slightly cheerier doctors. But um <laughs> You know, the, the the NHS is a great thing, to be honest. And, you know, during the pandemic that's obviously just happened, the coronavirus pandemic has really come into its own and shown just how important it is. So, yeah, basically free healthcare for, for everybody in the UK. You, you, you pay um, a tax on your wages and that essentially funds the NHS. Yeah. I mean, and I was trying to explain to my American friend, Nick, right, um, about it. And they were like, they found it really hard to believe. Because we're so used to it here. We're like, yeah, it's normal. They were like, so dog, so dog. You, you're trying to tell me, dog. I don't know why they exhibit now. So dog, you're trying to tell me, dog, when you uh, when you fall over and you break your arm, you go to the hospital, and when you leave, what do you do? I'm like, you say bye. They're like, what? Okay, 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 okay. right, right, right. You get a flu, right? You get that coronavirus, right? You come in, you're sick there, you're there for three weeks, you're on a ventilator, you got scans, you got whatever, da 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 You know, you leave, what happens? Bruv, you walk out of there and say thank you. You don't even have to say thank you, really. You should, really. But you say, you know, you can just walk out of there and you'll find they were like, nah, 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 nah. Hang on, hang on, hang on. So you go to the dentist. And I'm like, yep, yeah, they kind of covered that as well. There's kind of a situation there. Nah, nah. You got dental? <laughs> nah, I'm moving over to the UK, man. I don't, mi- I don't mind that snow and that rain, man. I'll take that. That's Because, bruv, like, I didn't realise how expensive hosp- hospital treatment is. Apparently it's like, is it like five grand or something to get an ambulance out or something like that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, it's, I knew that it would be expensive when, like, my mum, for most of her life, has been a dental nurse. Right. Um, and, like, she's worked for NHS dentists, but also private dentists and stuff like that. So when I've seen and had certain treatments done, mm-hmm. like, because she's she works there, you know, I get niced. So it's, it's all good. But, like, okay. I see how much certain things cost when they're, when when you have them done private in a dentist. Yeah. So I'm thinking if it costs that much for dental, yeah, mm. I'm thinking for, like, actual medical heart transplants and blood transfusions yeah. and, you know, all of that, but like, fixing a broken arm and blah, blah, blah. That, yeah. that, that shit's going to be crazy. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine, like, a lung? A lung's... Ex- I reckon a lung's probably worth more than a car, you know? Easy. An expensive car. <laughs> Depends Easy. what car we're talking about here. What? More, more than a... More than a... More than a Lambo. More than a Lambo. I don't know. What, like, the lung, the transplant, the, the like, the actual doing of the operation. Yeah, man, it could be quite a bit. Also, we've got prescriptions here as well. Can we explain that super quickly for, for people who, who... Well, obviously, I know there's prescriptions in other countries, but our prescription service kind of works differently here as well, right? I don't know, does it? Yeah, we've got I, like I, a I only fixed, know how it works here. A, a, like we have a fixed cost. Whatever the medicine we're getting is, we have a fixed cost for prescription. Whereas... I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest, I haven't had a prescription since I was... Probably in the last 15 years, I haven't had a prescription. Wow, I don't, I, I don't even... Nick... I don't even have a doctor's um, in, (laughs) yeah, it's mad, isn't it? I ain't been to the doctor's for like, I don't know, probably about 12 years. So I'm pretty out of the loop when it comes to how prescriptions and all of that work. Nick, are you trying to tell me that you've, you've never been ill before for the last 12 years? Does that mean that you might, you might be a superhero? Have you, I mean, have you tried punching through a brick wall lately? I mean, it's your words, not mine. Um, But, all I'm going to say is 
I sleep standing up. And that's all <laughs> I'm going to say. You know, and people think that's weird. <laughs> I just stand there and recharge in the corner. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit freaky at first, but once you get used to it, it's cool. Fair enough. Right, anyway, so back to the NHS. So, um, yeah, so NHS is, oh, actually, prescription. So, yeah, so it's a fixed price for everything. So whatever your medicine is, if it's heart medicine, lung medicine, eye medicine, we pay a fixed cost for it instead of having to pay more for your medicine depending on what kind of medicine it is so yeah we've got a good system over here so basically when the nhs was hacked it's a messed up scenario when it gets hit when it got hit with this ransomware because obviously if you can't access a computer you can't access appointments information for people who need their medical procedures so really this ransomware attack ended up could have ended up i don't know they've not said it officially and people dying so this is serious stuff now um, it ended up costing us over here ninety-two million pounds, and like I said, about six million across the globe. So on the twelfth of May, twenty seventeen, the NHS was brought to a standstill by this WannaCry outbreak, spreading across hospitals and GP surgeries across England and Scotland. NHS staff shared screenshots of the WannaCry program, which demanded a payout at the time of three hundred dollars or two hundred thirty pounds in virtual currency Bitcoin to unlock the files for each computer. Here's a picture of a screenshot of the ransomware. Can you describe what's going on in this picture, Nick? It says, "Oops, your files have been encrypted. What happened to my computer? Your important files are encrypted. Many of your documents, photos, videos, databases, and other files are no longer accessible because they have been encrypted. Many of you are busy looking for a way to." recover your files but do not waste your time nobody can recover your files without our decryption service oh. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> that shit is hard it locks you in basically and it it does look kind of pop-up-y and then i know we had a chat here about how it looked pop-up-y and porn hub joke yeah yeah we could, yeah to be fair you'd want to get back to whatever you're surfing because it looks it looks crass doesn't it it looks crude mm. Um, and yeah, yeah, asking for, at the point we're looking at it, this must have been a little bit further along because it's asking for $600 worth of Bitcoin and you've got to send it to a specific address. It's also got this timer on the left-hand side and the padlock, hasn't it? The, the, I mean, the timer is on zero, 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 zero. So, I mean, whoever <laughs> took this screenshot, you know, they must have lost all their shit because <laughs> we, we, we on we on complete zero. Here. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so it looks kind of ropey, but clearly nurses and doctors didn't have 600 quid knocking around because this was the NHS. And another thing about the NHS in the UK, the doctors and nurses, surprisingly, aren't really paid very well, to be honest. Um, So it meant that loads of appointments were cancelled. Loads of operations were messed up and cancelled as well. Staff had to revert to using, Nick, this old school technology called pen and paper. And they even Plastic, had to use mate. <laughs> Classic. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, you know? Yeah, me. Uh, and they had to use their own mobile phones after the attack affected key systems. Could you imagine that? Like, <laughs> you're in hospital and the nurse is like, yeah, hang on. I'm just, just going to take your blood pressure. But I'm just gonna, can you mind if I just finish this game of Angry Birds? Because I'm <laughs> nailing it at the moment. <laughs> Candy <Yeah>. Crush. Um, <laughs> like, the, 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 the thing is, it reminds me of like back in the day when I was at college, I used to work at Home Base, big nice. DIY store gang. And um, every now and then the tills system used to go down there. And like, if anyone wanted to pay on card, obviously when the tills went down, mm. it was a myth. We had to get that. I don't know if you remember it. It was like a, it was like, is it called a Franken machine? I'm not too sure. It's like a, you put the card in it and then it's got like a, it's got like a, a thing that goes over the card and like, and like presses, uh, it's so hard to describe. It gets it like, like, a, it's like a double-sided paper, isn't it? 
Yeah, and it takes like an imprint yeah. of the card. So you've got all the like, you know, card details and all that. And then when the system comes back online later, you can you can run that through the system. But it's like so old school. We should put a picture on the Patreon of the credit card manual in printer machine. That's what they're called. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They go. So what did you, and you have to like rub the thing over it a few times and then store the yeah, card it had details. Like, what's that paper called? Is it called carbon paper? Like That's basically, it, yeah. It, yeah. And it like, you, you, you put that kind of, you put that, on the bottom of the machine. No, you put a card in, then you put the paper over the top and then you run the little like arm over the top of it and it kind of imprints the card onto the carbon paper and then you've got a copy of the card. Man, it was so long to buy something then. I think mm-hmm. I could be halfway through buying something I don't really need. And then well, by the time they got the machine out and I'm looking at the paper, I'm like, do you know what, mate? I'm all right. I don't want it anymore. Thanks. Cheers. Bro, when, when I when I used to work in home base, we used to still take checks. So, like, you know, it was peak, you know? Mm. I mean, so, certain old boys used to rock up with their checkbook and start, like, <laughs> writing it all out. And that, and, like, yeah, it was it was mad. It was, it was a different time. Now it's all now it's all chip and pin contactless. In fact, contactless didn't exist back then. I, like, when I worked there, chip and pin had just came out and bare people were, like, shook about chip and pin. Yeah. It was like back in the day and, and in the States, I think it's still a little bit like this with your credit card. Like you just swipe it and then sign, don't you? Like, like in a lot of places, yeah, it's still swipe and sign. Um, and that's what it was like here. And then, they, and then everybody was like, yeah, this ain't safe because <laughs> people are just swiping and like scribbling anything. You know what I mean? Like we need, we need a better system. So uh, yeah, yeah, chip and pin came out and bare people were like, I forgot on my pin. Yeah. Uh, or they had it like written down in the same wallet as the card. And I'm like that, you do realize that defeats the whole object of what we're trying to do here. But yeah, whatever. Now they thought, right, it's too, it's too hard now because people have to remember a pin. So let's just make it so they rub their card against our little sensor and take yeah, a bit and, of dough. And like, People are doing like mad stuff, like f- I don't know, following people around in the streets. Like, yeah, you can get like a like a a thing that steals all the card information, can't you? Like, so, yeah. Um, there's certain wallets out there that are like foil lined wallets <laughs> and stuff like that to stop your card details from getting nicked by these people that have got these scanners. Yeah. The world is mental, honestly. It's I mad. swear. Yeah. Do you know anyway, what? Big I, shout, I, 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 we'll get back to the on. NHS thing, but big shout out to my buskers out there that have the thing that says if you tap it takes a quid. Like, don't get me wrong, I respect that you're moving with the times, but how do I know you've not accidentally set that machine to thirty quid? Exactly. Oh yeah, tapping it's a quid. Fifty quid later, you're like, hang on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. It weren't that good. The music was cool, you know what I mean? But it weren't fifty quid's worth. Fifty out, yeah. 100%. Anyway, yeah, right. So back to it. So I can hit another question I can hear you asking me, Nick. You're definitely not reading this off the script because it's just been highlighted. Why did it hit the NHS so hard, though, Marcus? Tell me. Well, on Tuesday, the 14th, March 2017, a couple of months before the attack, Microsoft issued a security bulletin which detailed in their systems that there was a flaw and announced updates had been released for all the Windows versions that were currently supported at the time, right? So the Department of Health here in the UK was also warned about the risks of cyber attacks on the NHS a year before WannaCry. And although it had work underway, it did not formally respond with a written report to what the to the warnings that they had until two months after these attacks happened. So basically two years beforehand they were told that they needed to sort their systems out. And we'll get into how in just a bit. So most of the NHS devices that were infected with the ransomware, they were found to have been running a version of Microsoft Windows 7 operating system that was not up to date. Hence, the extremities of the attack, right? So, Mm -hmm. basically, Nick, to boil it down, 
They didn't update their computers, bruv. <laughs> they didn't press update. You know when what you see update at, at the bottom, you, you know when it says update and, and shut down? They were just pressing yeah. shut down every day. They weren't updating, bruv. Well, to be honest with you, like I can totally empathize with them on that because as I'm looking at my MacBook right now, I've got um, Chrome open. The, the update button on Chrome is currently red. So in other words, like, fucking update your shit now and it's been red for ages <laughs> i've got so many tabs open it's like i don't i don't want to update this shit you know what i mean and and then every day comes up saying you know with the mac it comes up saying updates updates yeah. are ready do, 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 yeah remind me tomorrow yeah, really you missed the remind me tomorrow i missed the oh, oh when can i do it i want to do it now ah <sighs> uh, man like because the problem is when i open my laptop it's like i want to use it now i don't want to use it in 10 minutes after the updates are done you know what i mean i want it now so yeah, remind me tomorrow, mate, you know? So that's the kind of opinion that the NHS had, but it gets worse yeah. than that, bruv. Because at the time of the attack, some of the computers were running 17-year-old operating system, Windows XP. Can you classic. imagine that? <laughs> what was that? It's a classic, mate, Windows XP. You know, I don't want to hear no slander. I don't, what does the XP stand for? I never knew. E- extreme program. I don't know. E- extra... Professional, extra power, Windows, extra power. (laughs) Who knows? But yeah, can you imagine that though? (laughs) I have noticed that my my doctors, because I do go to the doctors, my doctor's computer is slow, but the fact that it's running a 17-year-old computer program, you tell me any computer that runs halfway decent 17 years after it's come out, bruv. Mac or Windows or whatever. 17 years. (laughs) 17 years ago, there was no iPhone, Nick. (laughs) Can you imagine? That is... That is wild. 17 years. Hell, 17 years. So in an unusual move, Microsoft actually released a patch for WannaCry for Windows XP. But, 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 but who was behind the attack, Marcus? Who, who did it? It's not clear, but there are some theories, right? The attack used a software vulnerability in Microsoft's uh, system called Eternal Blue. And ironically, it was allegedly developed as a cyber attack exploit by the US National Security Agency. Although... They were reported to have known of the tool's vulnerabilities that NSA didn't bring it to Microsoft's attention until after the hacker group called Shadow Brokers leaked Eternal Blue to an obscure website. I realise I may have sounded a little bit off-key there. Does that make sense, Nick, or do I need to break that down? I mean, (laughs) it's probably never going to make sense to me, no matter how much you break it down. Um, Leaked Eternal Blue. So basically, I mean, yeah, there's a vulnerability called Eternal Blue. They called it a whatever. Call it what you want, innit? If you if you find something, you get the right to name it, don't you? I guess so, yeah. Yeah, that was it. And basically, they told a few people about it, and uh, it and Microsoft wasn't aware, but the NH, NSA did know. So basically, if the government knows about there being a problem with your computer system, they should kind of tell you, shouldn't they? I mean, it would be nice. Yeah. Exactly. They didn't know. Um, so further analysis of the attack by companies such as a cybersecurity company, Simon Tech, they revealed links to a collective called the Lazarus Group, who in turn have been linked to North Korea. However, the attack doesn't bear the hallmarks of a nation state campaign. It just looks like somebody trying to earn some Bitcoin, basically. So what they're, what they're saying is man like Kim Jong-un weren't involved. You know nah. what I mean? He, 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 was too busy getting, he was too busy getting his boot cut trousers sorted out and he's mad hairstyle so to, to, to be you know too busy getting that overcomb yeah. sorted slicking yeah. that trim 
Yeah. Um, big up, Kim, if you're locked in, mate. Um, what stopped the attack, though? How, you know, because it's, it's out there now. Obviously, everyone's shitting themselves, looking at their computers, going, like most doctors and nurses probably, I don't even know what Bitcoin is. How the fuck are we going to get our shit back? So what stopped it? A Marcus did, Nick. A great man, like all Marcuses are. A legend amongst mm. humans. The only Marcuses I know are, are backstabbing, <laughs> snivelling toads. <laughs> They're the only Marcuses I know. Well, uh, 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 I don't know how to respond to that. But yeah, <laughs> it was a gentleman called Marcus Hutchins. So Marcus, who was about 22 years old at the time, he did some digging around and found an accidental kill switch. So yeah, he just was like looking at the program. He, he's a bit of a guy that's into that hacking stuff. Found it and was like, hey guys, I think I found a way to turn it off. They turned it off. Simple. And, and, and how much did he get paid for this? Nothing. Nothing. Because he what was what they the call hell? a white hat hacker, right? So in the hacking world, there's, there's black hats and white hats. And black hats are the ones that do all the, that would have made the program. And the white hat guys are like the ones that are trying to save it. The white hats are like Neo from the Matrix. I, yeah. I don't like I don't like the racial connotations that are attached to this white and black. Why why is the black one the negative I one? I thought that uh, as well, you know. What is, I'm not looking. Like, I'm not looking for racism in everything, but it's the same as like the white knight. Yeah, you know, he's always like the good one. It's yeah. like, what is this? You know, yeah. what I mean. But anyway, irrespective of whether he's the 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 white hat hacker, which sounds weird if you say it fast, like. He still should have got some pee for this. I reckon he should have got paid like ninety-two million pounds worth of damage, and he stopped it. It could have been double that. But no. and got a thank you, got a coke and a smile. Cheers. Well, you know it, what I mean, well, you know, it did go, it did go well. So you know, after they were like all praise Marcus, Marcus the Great, another in a long line of Marcuses, Marcuses, you all over the world are amazing. After that celebration, uh, in August 2017, a few months after the attack, he was in LA at a hacker conference. Where let's face it. He weren't buying the drinks, was he, at the hacker conference? <laughs> yeah. They were buying him drinks. He was dancing. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I don't want to I don't want to have nerdy stereotypes. But you know when you have like the kind of uh party nerds that you see, like yeah. kind of in again in the Matrix, the ones that like to have a little party, listen to trance techno music. He was in LA vibing. Apparently he likes to have a few puffs as well. So he was absolutely hanging from uh being uh out and about and he sees well, actually, the legend has it is he see the legend legend because he's a Marcus is a legend. He saw a <laughs> surveillance van across the road whilst he was like finishing up in L.A. And then when he got to the airport on his way to make his way back to the U.K., he was arrested by the FBI because a few years before he accidentally found this kill switch or intentionally found this kill switch for WannaCry, he did a naughty bit of programming called Kronos, yeah? And it was made to, I kid you not, steal banking details from people. So in fact, he is a black hat hacker and not a white hat hacker. Is that what you're saying? He's, I think he's a, 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 he was a black hat, turned white hat, then got arrested for black hat behaviour before he was a white hat hacker. Mate, listen, you, 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 uh, what's, what's the saying? A, a leopard? A leopard never changes its spots. Yeah, something like that. You know what I mean? So he, so once you're a bad egg, you know, don't try and pretend like you're a good egg. A leopard never changes its spots. Of course it doesn't. Exactly. That's like saying a tortoise never changes its shell. Well, a hermit crab does change ah, its shell. Ah. They, 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 they don't have a shell technically. They, they, they roam the beach to find the best home. So this Marcus, Marcus, this Marcus, <laughs> Marcus, this Marcus was in fact a hermit crab instead of a, a cheater are you saying he was more of a cheater i'm saying he was more of a cheater because because he 
he pretended that he was good, but actually really he was bad. Maybe he was a bad kid who realised the error of his ways and then decided to become a good kid. He's only 22. A bad at the kid time. gone good. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, I doubt it. he sold his Kronos for seven, for seven grand back when he was younger. But I'm going to presume that that thing kicked ass and made a lot more money than seven than the seven grand it was sold for stealing banking details um yeah i mean he's a fool he's not a good businessman that's for sure yeah i mean i would have i would have you know what he should have done he should have licensed it out like netflix for a monthly payment that's what he should have done (laughs) yeah Yeah. subscription come on marcus hutchinson you should have been on the ball there mate get me uh anyway yeah so he was also accused of being involved in making other similar programs as well so they caught him so the guy that saved the NHS could be responsible if you have ever had your bank details stolen. He could be he could have made the program to have your bank details stolen if you're listening right now. But I'm thinking, Nick, if I'm in the interrogation room, right? If you're interrogating me, this is what I think Marcus should have done. Marcus, you little shit. Well, I, I, I feel before we carry on, I feel really attacked personally. Just okay. Hi, wow, FBI officer. That's a bit rough. It's, it's, it's hard to get into the in, into this character, right? Um, I like it. <laughs> you little hacking shit! I found out that you, you you years ago before you saved the NHS, whatever that is, before you saved the NHS, you sold Kronos for seven thousand bucks. Oh shit! Okay, well look. I'm going to come clean. I did do that, but can we just roll it, please, officer? I don't know why you're holding the gun in my face right now, because... Shut up, man. Shut up, you little shit. Shut your your mouth. This is America. We shoot first. Think later. Okay, well, um, I'm... uh, Look, can we just... The NHS thing. Look, I don't want to say that you can make an allowance or anything like that, but you know, like the thing that I did with that was bad with Kronos I feel like by saving the NHS I've I've like saved lives maybe so why the fuck did you call it Kronos what what what, what is Kronos sounds like sounds like a a, a mix between a, a crosser and a donut uh, well, it's actually to do with some Greek mythology. It's a nerdy joke for us nerds on the inside. We like it, but I do like donuts as well. But can we just? I, I think I may have saved some lives, and and I think maybe is it possible for me to trade in my good white hat behaviour for the stuff that you've nabbed me for? No, you're getting banged up. You're get you're picking up the soap. You're going to jail. And and I'm is- gonna love it. <laughs> I think you being an FBI agent is one of the best things I've heard ever. <laughs> I have, I had no idea where that sketch was going. I was trying to freestyle it, but I'm, I, I'm too, I'm too out of the loop of the Kronos world to know what the hell I'm saying. I mean, maybe that, maybe, maybe I could be an FBI agent then because they probably have no idea either. Yeah, me, me oh mate, I've, some of these. When you look at some of these true crime stories and you realise how these criminals got away for so long, it's because of the flipping. <laughs> agents being so crap at their job like i feel like some if i was a if i was an agent and i was interrogating i'd just be like look so uh did you do it like, no all right 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 all right cool 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 but come on it's me innit? it it's me did you do it did you do it a little bit no look come on look let's just say hypothetically you did it and i asked you hypothetically did you do it did you do it? 
Oh, because it's you, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I did, man. It was sick. Like, yeah, you need a Kronos in it. What a name, bro. What a name, ah, cool, cool, cool. All right, yeah, you're going, Joe. What? I thought we were bros. <laughs> I thought we were bros, man. I thought we had a connection. So, yeah, basically, that, that's what happened. Um, So, he was... He was nabbed um, and he had to go through the whole legal proceedings. But an older, wiser Marcus made the following statement in April 2019. Would you like to take over the mantle there for this quote, please? I will. <clears throat> I regret these actions and accept full responsibility for my mistakes. Having grown up, I've since been using the same skills that I misused several years ago for constructive purposes. I will continue to devote my time to keeping people safe from malware attacks. There we go. There we go. So he's Whatever, Marcus. <laughs> Everybody says that shit in hindsight. You know what I mean? Like, well, in, in, after you know the facts, after you've been threatened with getting banged up. You know what I mean? Like, everybody says that kind of stuff. The beggy stuff. <laughs> I wouldn't trust him. You know what I mean? I wouldn't trust this guy if I was the feds. I'd be like, yeah, right. You're going you're gonna to get out of here yourself a new identity and before you know it you'll be you know rolling out chronos 2 yeah chronos 2 on the side sucking in no, he'll, he'll make a big transmitter that will just draw everybody's card details like from a tower in the center of london in it like some super evil criminal <laughs> with my device fair, i will have like, all of your details cyber crime right and I, I i say this as somebody who um you know i've i've had like cybercrime, not not in a bad way. I've had like attempts happen to me and then like my card company rings me up and they're like, was this you? And I'm like, no. And they're like, shut the card down. Uh, so I've been quite lucky that I've not been a massive victim of it. But like, if you're the person um, clever enough to to do it, like that is a mad skill to have, like mad, mad power and mad skill to have. So you can understand why like, you know, cybercrime is, is so like rapidly growing because mm. essentially it's so hard to track the people down because, you know, these people are so smart Um they're normally smarter than the FBI and, you know, all the people that are trying to find them. Um, and it's, it's faceless in that you, you don't know who you're dealing with. You know, like how back in the day it was like, you would go into a bank so put your hands in the air. Give me the money. Like, you know, like, yeah, man, they did obviously that's all, then. Yeah. well, that's all gone now, you know, now it's literally, like I say, faceless, all kind of noughts and ones, Bitcoin and blah, blah, blah. And people are stealing hundreds of millions. Even though you're taking more money, it's just not cool anymore, isn't it? Pressing return on the keyboard and a million pounds going into your bank account. It ain't got the same thrill as running into somewhere, waving a gun around. Everybody, get everybody. you got to find yeah. a cool way of saying to, to get on the floor. My favorite is from yeah. Beverly Hills Cop 2. Eat the floor. Eat the floor. Put put it put it this way, right? Yeah. Um, it wouldn't make uh, it wouldn't make a great movie like Pulp Fiction. Just some <laughs> guy who's there, like made myself seven million. <laughs> Lovely, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It, it doesn't quite have the same, you know, allure to it. Yeah, yeah. As somebody being like, you know, let's get paid today, bros. You get me? Yeah. It's so true. Um, but I think I think now he's working in cybersecurity, uh, so he's helping to keep people safe. Because uh, he's, he's 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 a white hat now. He's a grey hat, isn't he, really? At night, I reckon when he goes home, he opens up <laughs> his computer and he just hacks away, scratching that itch. 
and then comes comes into work during the day and like fixes all the same hacks that he's put out there. But anyway, Nick, the final question, I can almost hear it popping off your lips, not off the script at all whatsoever. No, not there's no script. I don't, you keep mentioning this script, mate. Um, there is no, this whole podcast is just totally blagged. So what happened afterwards? Well, wanna cry? Its attack triggered a boost in the investment from the government for cybersecurity in the NHS. So no surprise there, really. They started spending money and look, you know what? Why didn't they just give us the money, Nick? Because you know what we'd do, right? We'd employ one guy to go around to all the computers in the UK, go to the menu where it says update and just press update for everyone. Simple. Job done. Job done. Give us the money. We can do that for you. I don't know why they had to invest more money in pressing update. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I don't get it. Because, bro, governments just throw money at anything. You should know this from this pandemic. Real talk. <laughs> yeah, like, real talk. If you, if you get a government contract, if you're a private company and you get a government contract, that contract is worth peas because they haven't got a clue mm. they don't know the real value of things mm. so it's like they just they just chuck bare money in it like over how much did i don't want to turn this into a political podcast by all means but how much did they spend on nhs uh track track and trace or whatever it was called they, oh. they literally spent was it like 40 was it million, billion? Was it in the million or something like 40 million it, or something. it was was it, it was massive money it yeah. was i can't remember off the top of my head but they they spent millions on the, the, the track and trace and it was a flop. It didn't even work properly. So yeah, listen, if you need someone to go around updating Windows NT and Windows <laughs> XP and all of them yeah, ones there, yeah. Windows 98. Was there one called Windows Me as well? ME? ME, that was been. it. Windows yeah. ME. I used to call it ME. Was it, were we meant to say me? Well, no, it's probably ME. But, okay, um, yeah. but but either way, if you yeah. need someone to go around to just hit the, hit the update button on that, I'll do it for a million quid, guys. You know what I mean? 100%. Don't worry about your 70 millions and blah, blah. I'll do it for a mil, you know? 100%. 
be a laughing to the bank. It'd be great. But yeah, so that's what happened. You know what? I will put this out there. Do you, I, I'd like to maybe talk to Marcus Hutchins. Would you, do you reckon it's worth having a chat with him? Is he in jail? No, no, he's he... out and about. He's out. He's out. He's, he's he's back in the UK, I believe, and he's working for a cybersecurity company. It would be good okay. to talk to him, you know, because you know what? It's always good to have someone like that around, you know, in this day and age. Yeah. You never what know. Colour hat he's wearing now as well, you know, whether he's got a pink one on, an orange one on, uh, you know, he might have a green one. And Nick's just out cracking jokes about this guy, you know. Mind he doesn't hack yeah. all of us, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my name's my name's Rick site yeah if you, uh, if you need to find me mate i've been brockus ronzi and uh this has <laughs> been um this has been what's another tech podcast we can call it? this has been tech tech at the times the metro tech uh <laughs> podcast um if you do want to support the metro tech podcast uh, every time we put one out uh, we also put out a bonus podcast on another uh channel at patreon.com forward slash how to kill an hour so if you want to support us there you can support us via another podcast that has nothing to do with us whatsoever Excellent, over, yeah. Over on Patreon. That's it. Is that right, Nick? Perfect, yeah. That that that, that right there. So I told you my name's Rick as well. Oh sorry, um, Rick. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, on, on Twitter you are um Rick Wright. Yeah, on that's Twitter. me. I'm Rick Wright. I'm uh Barkus Ronzi and Metro Tech is what you wanna do when you go on the internet. And I just wanna say all Marcus's, especially ones with Hutchins as a surname, lovely guys. That's been How to Kill an Hour. Thank you for joining us. Bye. Nice one. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.